Hello, 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 beautiful people. We are back. Welcome to season two. two. Wow. I'm Denise. I'm Sarah. I'm still your girl, Ashley. And Bell. it's Rianne. Per. And this is still Honey, It's Yours, the podcast that you guys love. We know. Yeah, we appreciate it. We appreciate you hearing from your cars, your, uh, your bedrooms, Wherever your jobs. Listen. Wherever you guys listen, thank you so much. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Actually, and follow us in every single platform that there is. Actually, just stop right now and do it. And if you're driving, pull over because, you know, negligence. But we're going to tell you about that in a second. But, you know, do it right now so you, chill, you don't forget. Okay? Well, goes to law school for a yes. semester. Bro, it hasn't changed Bro. the way you move through life. All right. Honestly, let's have <laughs> that life update. What has changed? We'll get yeah, there. You go first. Now. Might as well. All right, guys. So, updates, updates, updates. Your girl's in law school now. <laughs> I have officially joined the ghetto club of going to Long Island on a daily basis. Yeah. If you're from Long Island, yeah, you could quote me. I said what I said. That's um, great. That's um, so, yeah, I'm in law school now. I now spend... At least 14 hours a day in the building. It's really um, it's interesting. I've met some new people, met some new friends. Hey, guys, y'all better be listening. Find new friends. Y'all better be listening. Um, yeah, and that's literally what I do now. And, I mean, I still have my business, of course, but that's, that's my life update. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No respect. That's fine. <laughs> you were ending. You ain't know that when you was talking that I was ending. <laughs> I was still multitasking. Thank you. Sarah, what's up with you? Um, so not too far off from Danae, but maybe a little far off. I'm also in law school. Woo! I go to the Howard University School. Is it of this? Law. Is it this? I hate you. <laughs> um, Check on YouTube while going. So I have <laughs> I have moved out of New York. I'm now in DC for the next three years. So if y'all are in town, let me know. Visit me. I'm lonely. Um, but no, it's an interesting chapter that I'm entering. Um, law school is uh, quite an experience, but we'll get into that in a second. Move on to Ashley. What you up to? Um, what's new? Still studying for my CBA. You know, anyone who's studying for a CBA knows how long or how strenuous it is to study for the four tests. But we are making it through. We are almost done. Woo-hoo. Praise the Lord. In Jesus' Woo-hoo. name. You know? And then, you know, the new year is going to have some new things, new opportunities for me. So Woo-hoo. stay tuned. Woo-hoo. Love that for you. Um, Bad girl. I, uh, I quit one job. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all heard the story. <laughs> I'm still at the other one. Um, it's gotten better. I don't hate my boss anymore as much because I don't see her ever. <laughs> she moved to another building, so I don't have to do her ever. I love that for you. Um, boss not the kids really look up to me, right. and it's motivating. But I am still looking to leave. So if you are hiring, <laughs> please. I am credible. I'm entertaining. Mm. I am motivating. positive. I'm motivated. Uh-huh. I'm smart. I'm Sorry. an intelligent young woman. Educated. I bring the diversity, if you know what I'm saying. So please <laughs> let me know. She said I am not palm colored. Please. I, I have the color. I have the gender. I have oh the disability. What do you mean? <laughs> you can check that box with me. Yo, you're going to be check the, all the boxes. The check box for the Literally. Nah, you're oh, going good. Yes. She's you're crazy. going crazy. Well, yeah, that's, that's it. Nothing else is new with me. If you want to be the token person? I mean, if that's going to get me the check, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. They're going to no, learn after right. the fact that I'm more than a token. I'm the prize. Per. 
That was a cute little saying, but don't put that as like an IG. You know, like the no, 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 I'm crying. I am the prize. I am the prize. I mean, but if y'all already couldn't tell, these are what you call the post grad blues. You have one, two people miserable from law school, one studying for an exam, the next one trying to find her next job. So everybody, tell I mean, me how have they, how have y'all felt post grad? I know y'all has been. It's been a minute, and you has been a little while. I'm fresh yeah. off, so I'll go last but no, i feel like you should go first oh, yeah it's the freshest in your mind post-grad experience i guess I um i think because i didn't really <laughs> two years ago <laughs> nah you're okay well, memory loss technically one because of grad school yeah well go ahead sarah um so for me it's been it's been interesting you know going from Baruch in the city and all of that to going to a full-on campus and then navigating fully growing up undergrad is not grad school whatsoever and you learn that the hard way if you don't transition fast enough and I feel like I didn't spend much time during the summer to like understand the next phase of life that I was going into so it was interesting like you know seeing other people seeing how they're navigating how they're handling and, and trying to do it my own way but can you really prepare for that though no. No. So but then what you could, can mentally mentally at least like get get yourself yeah, just you maybe can. like like spend time with family, spend time with friends, like mm. do do more stuff. I was not in New York all summer. I was here for maybe a month, three weeks, and then like <laughs> OG Kenya for one whole episode, bro. Uh, okay. Anyways, yeah. um which go watch that episode. <laughs> um but I don't think I spent enough time here to transition over like because you moved my away. Life. Right. Because okay. I, because I left the state. Got you. But yeah. Hmm. Um, I guess I'm not in school anymore and I'm the most out of school, you can say. I guess. Two years ago, mm-hmm. I graduated from undergrad. One year ago, I graduated from the COVID grad school. Ooh, ooh, um, ooh. I guess I never, I don't think I ever experienced the blues because my, my trajectory and my career academically was always step one, step two, step three. So here's what you got to do. And I always had things backed up. I already know where, where I was going to work after I graduated. I already knew what I wanted to do, what exams, what licenses and boards to take, whatever. So I never had like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life until now. I guess what, I'm, what do I want to do? Because I feel like now I have the time to pick and choose where I want to go with and what route I want to take within my industry, which is so broad because business is everywhere, like yeah. from the library to the MTA, I can work anywhere, basically. Um, but it's more like, what do I want? Figuring out what that is. So that's the most blues, but the most yellows is, you know, happiness is, <laughs> no? <laughs> Post-grad yellows, the happiness is that, that you have so much time, but let's, let's just let it rock, no? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, so what color is it? Yeah, I'm trying black. to think of okay, one. Black. black excellence. The most black excellence, most yellow positivity and happiness that I've gotten <laughs> after post-grad is the time. The time to travel, the time to go out, the time to not worry about assignments, the nice. time to see friends, the time nice. to actually do what, aside from, you know, financially and academically and career, I can do whatever I want. 
Not facts. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure for those listening too, like having that liberation in that time, like even in our age, because time is, uh, the sun is rising and setting much faster nowadays. Listen, so the I world, think, world is hot. I think. The eggs are dropping. No, literally. is hot. But literally, you, after school is done, you have time to do whatever you want. To do exactly what you want. <laughs> Whether yeah. it's within your field, out Pain. of your field, <laughs> yeah. still figuring it out. If you want to go travel, right. you know, want to work sometime, you know, it's up to you. You legit create what you want your day to be like. Yeah, I can and that's what I could do. Yeah. Like after graduation, I definitely because I always did like traveling, but after graduation, there was way more. I don't want to call it incentive, but like I guess it's just time. You know, more opportunity to do those kind of things, and. I think my experience is, it parallels yours, but it's a little bit different mm -hmm. because like while in school, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I was still getting opportunities and experience in the field that I ended up wanting to be in. Right. And now it's like, this is the first time that I'm like struggling to get what I want. Mm -hmm. And it's like, maybe it's the privilege talking, but it's <laughs> like, I wanted this. And it's like in the past, I've been able to apply myself and get it because of how I positioned myself. And part of me wants to blame COVID because that time frame really screwed up my timeline in a sense. Right. Right. But it's also like my colleagues have been able to do it like regardless of COVID. So right. making that excuse for myself makes it a little bit, it puts a little bit of pressure on me and it makes me feel a little bit like I folded and dropped the ball. Or maybe it just wasn't your time. That too, but then it's like, when is my time? Like, how long am I going to be dealing with these kids for real? It's <laughs> like, I like them. Like, I like them. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, I know in my heart this is not where I'm supposed to be for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, but it's also convenient. Like, I get paid to have summer break. I, you know, there's certain benefits. I automatically get a week off for Christmas time. I automatically mm -hmm. get a week off in the middle of February. So it's like, there are certain things where it's like, you know, it's not that bad. But it's also like, it's not what I want. There's I more for me out there. This, so right? I'm trying, I'm, right now, especially, I'm like in a very weird spot of fighting the feeling of wanting to just settle and be okay with where I am, mm. as opposed to like risking Ew. and putting myself out there and yeah. risking rejection. That part, and I know so I don't like any of that stuff. I'm so about, I'm about to go it's, with that. It's, yeah. Even though it sucks, I it's safe. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather be safe in the suckiness than risk it all and lose. But then you can do both though. You can still be safe in the suckiness and still take injuries. But I also, I also, um, of course, I feel like you can, but, like, that's not always possible. Like, I feel like for me, that's not something I could do. Like, y'all know me. I'd be like, all right, guys, quitting. And I just know that for me, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done the thing. I mean, but, like, I wouldn't have fully, completely put myself into certain things that I wanted to do until I let go of what was working but that's also your personality to just but end something the, and to yeah. jump into something else yeah but i yes that's my personality but it was also as well like knowing that i would never fully be putting what i like my all into this one thing until i let go of the other thing like it, it was two ways it worked out in my favor that it's my personality and i'm okay right with taking that risk that, but like i i learned that as well about myself right that i had i have to just drop it jump all in and figure it out yeah but i can also say that with privilege of being right. here, yeah, yeah the you know, which I was raised right. in. But I do want to say, in both situations, you guys are both very self-aware of the state of mind that you're in, which a lot of people can't say that they are that they have or can come to terms with. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you're aware that you're in this phase of like 
change slash not change, risk or not risk, like you're aware of it, I think the next step for anybody in this kind of phase is just to take that one step forward to push yeah. yourself out of your comfort zone. Yeah, just to take that a little bit because you, you still have that safety net. You still know that you, all of us are still in, um, except for you, are in our parents' parents' home. Mm-hmm. Like we still have that safety net. This is the time for us to no dip, our, dip our toes into right. different ponds and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And your job is a safety net because on the on the days that you have off, you could be taking interviews. Yeah, right. You could be, you know, doing mock interviews, talking to other people in different industries and going to these in- events or whatever. Like, it's going to take more effort, but yeah. you still know that you're going to have a job to go to on Monday. Exactly. But on Friday, after after 3, three 4 o'clock, Girl, I'm four, about to go... 4.15. 4.15. We're about God. to go clock in and, and <laughs> yeah. see something else that I can do or do mm-hmm. start doing things on the weekend. And then if you like that, be like, you know what? I'm not about to see you on Monday. I got <laughs> something better. Damn. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Danae J. What, we, yeah. what, what, you, what has the post-grad blues? So I feel like... Technically, with the, Maybe. with the exception of the last three months, technically I'm the most removed from school because this December would have been three years since I graduated if I didn't start law school. Damn. Yeah, I graduated 2019. Oh, right. So I feel like sophomore. that. <laughs> I was a sophomore. Whispers into my ear. I feel like that. I mean, looking back on like that specific time, because I guess I mean it was two different kinds of post grad blues. Um, I feel like it was a lot of different things. It was like one navigating me being the only person that I went to school with out of school and having to like live my life while all of my friends were still kind of in school. Mm. Um, But I I was also working on my business. I think the hardest thing I dealt with, and now it's a little better because I'm just not home anymore, but I think it was more so just like my parents kind of respecting that I'm, although I'm home, like I'm in the house, I'm still trying to work on doing something and I need like the space and time and like I my post-grad blues is like (laughs) finding me and my time while being in the midst of all of these other places where I felt like I didn't really have true authority interesting and even now I still feel that way your type of personality though is very like like you take authority over a lot of things in your own life so it's interesting that you say that so like explain that a little more at the I, I at the end of the day I still live in my parents home correct okay. I still like you have rules to follow yeah and like I mean not like my parents are like on me but mm-hmm. at the end of the day like there are certain things like that in this house I either can't do or if I want to choose peace and like just yes. be okay with things like I can't do like peace like for example, remember when we had the game night at your house the last time and I drove that time and it, it was me in a car with you and Pierre in and I got home at like... I hope my mom is not here. <laughs> I got home... Oh, sorry. I got home at like what? It was not at Sarah's house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard it already. It was like um, I dropped maybe you by... We left your house by like one. So we got back here by like two. Dropped you. Dropped I was back home by like 2.30. What? Bro. On site. You got you it was It wasn't on site. It was, it was the site. next day. And it's like, oh, so you 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 think you big. And I'm just like <laughs> I'm like <laughs> and then it's like you didn't i I'm like, I text y'all when I get home, okay, but you should have called me and I'm just like, since when was that the rule? That has right. been the I guess and like that's that thing. And it's like it's fine because like we've navigated it, like we've had these conversations, but it's just like that or like just being able to come home and like I like to be naked. 
can't be naked in the house with not you people. whispering <laughs> i'm not going to hold you i'm not even gonna lie the best part of living by yourself is that exact privilege my parents were asking me today like what's your favorite part of like living by yourself i said i could walk around do whatever play whatever sit, sing like everything exactly. is up to sarah yeah. Not up to yeah. that. It's the, it's the trade-off between peace and financial stability, you know? Yeah, and, like, I don't, like for me, like, it's, it's not, like, a lot of things, too, like, my parents aren't, like, my parents pretty much let, let us do whatever. And, like, I can say that at this point, I could be like, I'm going here. And like, even if they have their feelings, they don't express their feelings to me. Like, they might express it to my sister. And, like, she'll tell me, but, like, they don't, you know what I'm, like, right. it's fine. But it's just, like, me as well. Like, there are things that I want to do for myself mm-hmm. that I don't. And it's not of, it's not my parents' fault, but there are things that I want to do for myself that I don't necessarily feel comfortable doing. Like, I like to work out. I want to work out. I want it in my routine. I want nobody around when I'm working out. I don't want anybody to know that Danae worked out today because I just don't like things like, oh, you're going to work out? Like, why do we need to have this conversation? Like, you saw me come downstairs in leggings and I'm turning on the TV. Like, it just bothers me. Like, that's a me thing. I want to do those things in private in my own space. Like, and that's my own mental. And so that's like my biggest postgrad mm-hmm. rules. Even now, but going back to school, it's interesting because I don't ha- like everybody in law school is in like 12 different like they law school. You meet people who have come from 40 different worlds and it's a beautiful thing. But it's also like you also have those people who came straight out of the college and it's like, oh, this is high school or you have the adults. Did you just call me high school? No. No, Unless like, you act, kidding. do you act like you're in no. high school? Okay, then. And then how about to say you also have the adults who are like, thing. you have the adults who are 32 and um, 28 and 47, and it's like, oh, this is high school. Mm-hmm. So like, that's kind of annoying. But I still struggle with the same coming home and feeling like the only like I just want to go to bed, or even if I want to lay on the couch, I'm just gonna go in my room because I can't like. It's, it's just yeah, and it's just people everywhere. And like the, the other day, I just came home and I went in my room and I cried and I went to sleep and I was like, that was great. Like, but like, I just had to cry first because I couldn't do it. Like, I couldn't. So, so yeah, I think we all come from. I, I mean, feel like uh, I'm very loud. We all come from like families who are immigrants, not mm-hmm. families who are not like natural born Americans. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, my question to y'all is like. You all just express your postgrad blues and how you've been navigating life that way. How has that been with having <laughs> parents not from here? Bro, oh, oh, we oh. are creating the handbook of how to live in America, bro, as we live through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there is no handbook. There is no experience that they can bestow upon us, especially because it's a different time since they have came to America, into New York. It's a different time. It's a different era. Um, Things are not the same, and when they were our age, legit, I I think I wouldn't be able to do what they did because to leave this country, to go somewhere where people is talking about you crazy, make a life for it, especially the way that my parents did it, big ups to them, where I say, I give props to them all the time, where it's like, if they did that, then I must do better because it's crazy. But adulting, I guess, as a first-gen American, and advice, too. Um, I, I don't even know, but I'm saying like going back to like living alone versus living in your parents' home is like, I feel like for me, my parents respect that I finished school and they know that I'm getting older. So they, you know, the umbilical cord is starting to be cut and separated where it's like, 
Mm-hmm. You're, you're 24 now. You should. Very graphic. In you, you, you could be living by yourself at this point. So I really don't have nothing to I can't really mm-hmm. say nothing to you, but I'm going to still say what I want to say. Mm-hmm. I also think, though, it, and y'all could correct me if I'm wrong, but I still feel like it's maybe a little different for you, Ashley, and you, Rianne versus Sarah and I because you guys are the firstborns in your house yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm the last born in my house. Yeah. Yep. So, of course, is that umbilical cord cut? But it's like, <laughs> you're my baby. And I mean, yeah. here, like, I will milk it till the cow is dry because at the end of the day, like... <laughs> or until you're 26 and no insurance. Bro. <laughs> so somebody in my class is like, every Bro. time I see you, you got different glasses. I said, I'm using my mother insurance till I can't anymore. Bro. If I could get two pairs every time I go, I'm, I'm getting get two, the two pairs. That's the part. Absolutely. So that when I'm done, I bring them back these same frames and I'm like, change the line. <laughs> please and thank you. <laughs> yeah, please and thank you. kidding me? But I think as the, as the firstborn and as first gen... I feel like for me, it's more so at this point now that I'm done school, especially as a woman in a Haitian household, you know, the first thing I got, not even the first thing, matter of fact, let it be the first thing. Take offense if you want to take offense. Bro, I went to a wedding and I kid you not, the first thing, oh, you're done school now? Oh, you're working? Yes. Oh, how is that? So when are you getting married? Yeah. Are you going to be at the next wedding? Are you like my grandmother? Are you hooking me up? You're my grandmother. I bless her. I love her so much. Every time I go see her, so where's the boyfriend now? Y'all are so I'm much like, better than me because yo. I would bring one of y'all and be like, this is my girlfriend, I'm gay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so they can get... That's also how I know. I know. Taunting her grandparents. Not her grandparents, though. So her parents. My parents don't do that, though. Post-grad, it's... Where is the ring? When am I meeting the man? And then when is the kids coming? And I'm telling them, match make me. Because clearly, <laughs> you in a rush, I'm not in a rush. But it also <laughs> says he that finds the wife finds a good thing. So, I mean, men, men, men. Because he that findeth a wife. He Child. that findeth a wife. Ooh. I think I have, I have positioned myself, you know? To be found. <laughs> to be found. I mean, just kidding. And you know it's it is what it is, you know. Um, and she got those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in terms of like adulting, well, one, I mean, obviously we can't compare it to anything besides what we know. So yeah. like, I don't know how to compare it to like not growing up here. Um, I don't think I don't know. Like, I was talking to my sister about this today, and I feel like I'm very blessed to have Caribbean parents, but also Caribbean parents who don't necessarily fit all the Caribbean. Like my my family, like my parents didn't put like the only thing my mother has spoken to me about relationships, boys, consistently that I like I could repeat off the dome. Mm -hmm. No broke love. She don't care if it comes today or I mean I'm sure she has a preference, but like (laughs) I have never felt any pressure from her in that regard. It's no broke love. If Mm -hmm. that's it, so I'm telling y'all, no broke love. Don't come if you. Sorry, no. it's a requirement of the household. I'm just that's just what it is. I've had in regard to that, and then I but. think in regard to like car- like career paths and like figuring that out, I feel like any pressure that I genuinely feel around those things, um, is well at least a couple years ago, like fresh out of school, I feel like the pressure I felt around those things were more the pressure I put on myself because of the expectations because of what my like what my parents have done and like how they have become the people they are 
and there's no way that I'm going to let them do all the work that they did to put me in the position that I'm in now to then not Dash meet the, the standard. Yeah. Um, granted, they haven't had to say what that standard is in how many years because we've always met it, right? So like, it's not to say like they're putting a standard there that I'm trying to meet and that's the pressure. It's me setting a standard high for myself. But I think now it's, it's a lot more like pressure. Like I feel like I'm really truly adulting now versus two years ago because I like my parents retired. Mm-hmm. So that stress that stresses me out actively because I feel like one, we're still going through that transition phase in my house because of the privilege that we have had to like even understand like the finances of our household. Like we didn't have all those conversations mm-hmm. that we should have been having. Like we had to sit them down and be like, How much is the mortgage? If you guys die tomorrow, what's happening in that sense? Right. I feel like we like we've never been our family was is always really good at getting things done, but we weren't necessarily good at getting things done together. Like we did our things and we knew everything was happening, but mm. like having those familial conversations and understanding how those things operate, I don't feel like we got. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it's dealing with that and also like because I'm trying to run a business, my bank accounts stay on empty. So it's very like stressful for me to think like how if everything was to go up in flames tomorrow, like, I have no idea what would happen mm. if I'm being completely, like, mm. honest. And, like, that stresses me out. And then on top of that, going back to law school now, stepping back on even taking orders to, mm. like, try to accomplish that part of life, it's like, okay, so the bank account on zero. <laughs> I mean, it's never really on zero, guys. Relax. But, like, but like for all intensive purposes, Relax. like, in terms of, like, my standard, the bank account on zero, mm-hmm. like, it's like nothing is where I would want it to be and like the safety net that I like to have for myself and that I'm used to having for myself in the past I don't necessarily have now and my parents have never been like oh don't ask me but it's also like I'm very aware of the fact that my parents are retired now the structure of our house has changed Mm -hmm. and the lifestyle is or should be different at least until the kids get their life together the lifestyle Mm -hmm. has to change because like it's not the same anymore and like once again these aren't necessarily things that they put on me but like these are things that i'm actively thinking about on a day-to-day basis Mm -hmm. and that's like my little struggle Mm. especially because everybody kind of just assumes that like we got it because they're used to this and i'm like we don't have it they just worked really hard to give us this much like right okay (sighs) i think like as like a first gen adulting yeah um it's been weird because i think as like the firstborn, I've automatically been like the goody two shoes child. Like mm. my one goal in life is to please my parents. It's very much that's, like, that's okay, yes, mom, yes, dad, whatever you want to do. Mm. So finding that shift of when it became, I can't do this because they're gonna be mad. To I'm actually allowed to do this because I'm old enough to make my own choices. Like <laughs> that's like it's very confusing, and I think I saw it. I started to see it a lot when um, we started going to like parties and stuff, because it was like, my parents said I could go, and it's just like, and they didn't say I have to go home. It was just like, whoo, it's like, when did we kind of shift, and they even, because it's like, you you know when you're growing up with Caribbean parents, they're just automatically, they're strict. It's a stereotype, but it's especially with, with daughters. You daughters, know what I'm saying? Yeah. With, a, with a young girl, it's, you're not going outside. And in the world we're living you know? in, you know, to you know, give and, them and some credit. And it makes credit. sense. And right. I'm not mad at it because it made me how I am today, but it's like, 
trying to figure out when it shifted for them to be like, yeah, why did you just assume like we were gonna say no? Like, Rianne, you're you're nineteen, yeah. you're you're twenty one, like and it's just like I am. So yeah. like, no, sometimes you be so, a little crazy sometimes when I when you know the, okay, when the so, clock turn one. You know what I'm saying? And so, I get a text like, how's everything going? Now my phone is blowing up and it's where are you? I thought we were cool. <laughs> I thought we were fine and dandy, yeah. and now it's where are you? What time mm-hmm. do you plan on coming home? And I think I'm free as a bird. Right. But I remember, like, when I got into my relationship was when I saw it clear as day because it was yeah, like... I hear that? Still in a relationship? Yeah, still cuffed. Yeah. <laughs> We're still doing yeah. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> We're still It was crazy. like, I think it was the first time we asked to go on a trip together. Mm. And this was almost like a Which year ago. Where? Um, the Poconos. Okay. So it was a cute little vacation. Okay. That's where asked me to be his man. Oh, his girl. Uh, and, um... <laughs> uh, I that first, I literally, I asked my mother... And she was like, no, because whatever you need to do there, you can, can do, do here. here. There's no reason for you guys to go away for four days. She thought I was going to have sex and come home pregnant. Mm-hmm. So obviously she's going to do everything in her power to put up a wall, yeah. to put up a wall. I, but that's what happened, you know? So um, after about like three days passed, right? And it's tense in my house because... I'm tight because I can't go on a trip with my man who's not my man yet, but like he's my man. Right. And my mom is tight because why would Rianne even ask me for that? <laughs> yeah. And my dad is like, this girl talking about this boy all the time and da 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 And so everyone is tense. And then one day my dad sits down and he's like, he's saying this to my mom. And he's like, you know, she's 22. She's either going to do it with our permission or right. do it behind our back. And I used to do it behind so, their back. So, <laughs> they know. <laughs> Oh, that's so why we chose. No, no, they know now. But you know, we chose peace. Right, peace. There was it was a journey. So right. they know. So like, I could have fought them and been like, no, I'm gonna go. But I wanted peace, right? Because we all know what it's like to fight parents. Mm. No that peace. That aggressive fight because no we can't really fight. And you know, my parents know that like the biggest thing for me is like the silent treatment. Oh. And if something ever goes wrong, like if I ever came home too late or I did something, the next day nobody's talking to me in the mm. house, bro. It's quiet. Good morning. Wow. Silence. And when I tell you that eats me up, bro, because now the guilt is just, what are they Mm -hmm. thinking? So they know that's the way to get to me. But aside from that, my dad said to my mom, she was like, we are at a point now where she is, she's an adult and it's a privilege for her to still be living with us Mm -hmm. and still respecting our choices and holding our desires to such a high standard. So we might as well let her have it so it doesn't build up resentment between Mm us. And so I would say like advice to anybody who is, getting older and they're trying to like figure out how to navigate their newfound relationship with their parents Mm. i would say with a grain of salt be honest because as you get older your parents respect that you can tell them the truth because you're becoming an adult and and that can help build a relationship between the two of you where you can do things and you don't have to lie or be deceptive to get what you want like now if i'm gonna go see him i could just say yeah i'm gonna go chill with patrick and it's fine and i love that because before when i used to be i never used to be deceptive right but (laughs) back in the day when i used to have to kind of figure out ways to frame what i'm saying in order Uh to get them to say yes it's like while I'm out, I'm like, yo, bro, they're gonna find out. Like, I'm checking my yeah, phone. I'm so like, I'm, bro, when I tell you nervous, because in my mind, I know what I'm doing is wrong. <laughs> and I know that they know that I'm not doing the right thing. So it's like, that is what kind of like put me in this place. And it was just, it was not, it wasn't as good of a relationship as we have now. Like, right. now I'm super grateful for how I am with my parents. Like, I feel like I can talk to them about just about anything, anything. Yeah. you know? And I would want that for everybody else because. Now I feel like a regular American kid who can do what they want to do. Nah, that's crazy. I think that should that could be another episode about like adulting and also f- under 
finally understanding that your your parents are also are human, human and are adults and so it's not uh, adult to a child it's adult to adult yeah you're and not a kid anymore we're not a kid anymore and the way i speak to you is the way i want you to speak to me and i must still respect you as my, my parent but you're not about to treat me like no other little kid play, play kid play, play kid like we've got to have an actual conversation and i feel like mm-hmm. that's uh the switch in that that role from child to adult to adult yeah is is a very it's enjoy it's enjoyable when it's like oh snap i understand yeah. why you act like this but it's also like I'm an adult and I'm about to grab and take what I need to you do know. because same thing of like framing what you want to say to, to now yes. saying I'm about to do this. Like I had that whole switch. Like it was a gradual switch of like, asking hey, I'm asking for permission to go here. And then it turned into, I'm letting hey, you know. um, in two weeks, this is coming up. So I would like to go. So I'm telling you from now. And then it's like, oh, I'm going out tomorrow. And then now I was like, I'll see you later. And he was like, or he was like, oh, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to the whatever, whatever. Oh, cool, cool. Like the other day, I was so shocked. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to this dance class. He was like, oh, what, what dance classes? So I'm going to um, so-and-so's dance class. He's like, oh, I know so, so-and-so used to do dance classes, and they did this and then this. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I was like, okay, yeah, see you. And I want to come back. That conversation, and then, so you get it done. And then no. the next day, they're like, oh, how was it? How was it? it? Yeah. And I'm like, right. you can do this. Exactly. Nice. And it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, it doesn't. It does not happen overnight. Or if you move out of your house. You have to just you have to you know your parents. Yeah. I don't know about the I'll be back, but you know, I got be if you're going to Target, I'd be like, I'll be back. Yeah, I can't do that in my house. Um but I also don't want to do that. Target? No? Yeah. No, but it's still be like somebody needs to know I am. Oh. Like and that's just that's just a thing across the board in my house in my friendships. That's how I am. Because mm-hmm. if something happens to you, somebody needs to know. Like the I'll be back. Where did they go? Did they tell you how long they oh. were coming back? Even if, realistically, something happened. You file a police report, a missing person report. They come to the house and that's the story you tell them. Sometimes it's not that serious. Sometimes it's not that serious. But the day that it is, and you don't have information, I mean, I'm just never gonna be that person. That's not for me personally. My family but, got my location, so. I mean, Whether my, I wanted to or not, they know. My they dad know. at my location, I don't think he figured out how to like turn it on yet, but I've showed it to him multiple that times. That is one thing that is never happening. But ever. That's Bless yeah, you. I don't think that's I don't think I'll let that happen either. Um I, sat my I feel like down. I feel like my sorry. My mom is always across the world in some dangerous area. So if her location is tracked by somebody else that's not oh, us, we can't risk that. Yeah. So we my sister and I use that as a reason to not have her location tracked. That's, that's, a great, that's a great reason. That's My thing is just um, trust that I'm going to be where I'm, I said I'm going to be. Um, mm-hmm. Not in the house. I don't I know. From, like, for me, it's not like but I have sense of, of my, that. My friend's location, but it's not. I don't know. My mom just saw something on Dateline, and she saw that Life360 is going to save your life if you get into a car accident. So now she that's got my location. location. No, I don't. For me, it's like the whole, like, it's not like from a sense of like lack of trust or whatever. Like we have. It feels a little too my, much. For me, it's like. In a my house, it's more like not even a respect thing, but it's a peace of mind thing for them. Like to go back to what we were saying about navigating the relationship with your parents and figuring out how to kind of like, well, at least for me, like orient, like kind of like, appease in a way, but also just preserve your peace and preserve that relationship. Like in my house, like I said, it's always been like somebody needs to know where you are, and it's mm-hmm. not from a sense of I don't trust where you're going, so I need to see where you are. But it's Safety. like I just want to make sure that you're safe. 
And if it makes my parents sleep a little better at night, that's somebody in my house or they have my location, like that's fine with me. That wasn't, but, a, that wasn't something that was asked of me. That was something that I chose to do on mm-hmm. my, my own strength. But me saying not, I'll be back is not like, if you ask me where I'm going, I'm not going to tell you. Like, I'm keeping a secret of, like, oh, sh- sneaky link. <laughs> like, I'm about to go see somebody where I, or I'm right, going to go somewhere right. I'm not supposed to go. But it's, like, it's so open to the fact where it's, like, I can leave the house mm-hmm. and I don't have to give you two weeks notice. It's a, I'm about to go out. Oh, plans just yeah. came up. You know, plans yeah. come up and I'm about to go out. And if you ask me where I'm going, I'm going to tell you. But our relationship now is not a two weeks notice. Because mm-hmm. I know it's a lot of Haitian parents, especially with their daughters, where it's like, you need two weeks notice, you need a week reminder, and then the day before you need a reminder again. Reminder again. again. Because then, because you then you never ask. No, no, no. Not only did you never ask, they're going to have a, all of a sudden they have a, a dream. dream. Oh, all of a sudden they have a dream. So you have to give them a reminder a day before so they can't have no dream. The spirit the whole, the no dream. dream. <laughs> the oh, I don't feel in my spirit that you should go there. Since you had two weeks to fill in your spirit. Feel but the now. spirit. Pray from two weeks ago so I can tell people that I'm not. Now that you're picking out your then, outfit. Bro, when when I was younger and I didn't give the two weeks notice, I had to be the, the person that flopped. Because, I because my mom said no. Time. My mom said no. Bro, I can't tell, I hate I saying can't that, tell my mom had a dream. My mom had a spirit. <laughs> no. So now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Pray from two weeks ago. A, a week before. A day, the day before. before. But now, you know, we had a, a nice playing field where it's like, Plans came up, you know, then they hit me up. We want to go get some food together, and it's Friday night. Or oh, after this podcast, after we're done, we want to go get some drinks or whatever. It's Friday. Boop, boop, boop. I'm about to be home late, and it's cool. That's it. Well, you, we there right now. I'm, about, I'm here. Mm-hmm. And the people who have my location have my location. If, God forbid, anything happened, bop, 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 you heard from Ashley? No, I'm about to call her right now. And I'm only a call away. Okay. I'm not. Uh, before, I used to put my phone on D&D after 12 because I knew it was going to be the, where are you? But now it's open. Oh, you can that's call me. wicked. You can call me. Bro. I'm still outside. <laughs> I'll be back home later. No, nah, you say ignore so the calls. It's, it's been interesting. Jeez, that's worse. It's been interesting. Like, y'all all talking about this because y'all all still live, like, with your parents in your house. Mm-hmm. But, like, I had all of these worries when I lived in my parents' house. And I still do when I come back from D.C. But living by myself, I've been able to make my own rules. Mm-hmm. They'll text me and I... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't, like the same access doesn't apply, but I've learned boundaries where I'm, I give them enough information to comfort them, mm-hmm. but I also do what, what I want to do at the end. And like my mom nowadays, like I'll be able to text and be like, yeah, I went out the other night with my law school friends. Like we went to this place, whatever. She was like, were you safe? Were you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm good. You see me in front of you. I'm chilling. So it's like interesting when I left the house because my sister left the house, but she lived in Queens. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like they felt her presence like gone as much but like for me i'm far so they have to learn the boundary of their parenting to a certain extent it can't stretch all All the way way to to dc it's not four hours exactly if you're in my crib and you're staying with me sure we could do it for the three days that you're here but for me it's been like liberating but also challenging like kind of finding where I need to stop stop. myself too. Mm -hmm. There's no reason I should be home when the sun rises, Mm -hmm. but there's no reason I need to go home at 11.30 either. Y'all know my curfew was 11.30 when I'm here. So it's like- That was a hard life to live, my friend. Still is, because when I'm here, it's, where are you? Really? Yeah. It's still that time though? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be late tonight. My mom tried that. My mom (laughs) tried a a curfew with me and then I had to tell her- about tried. I'm gonna tell you tried because she tried to do the whole, Lately, you've been coming home so late, and 
you shouldn't be outside of this time. So your curfew now is going it's to be unladylike. Whoa. Ah, it's going to be. I wish my mother would. The she she know that would not work. Like comment really gets me. Like what is being unladylike? She wanted the curfew to be twelve thirty. Mahan. Right? <laughs> nah, for a fact. So I told her, you used to go out because my parents came here in high school days. Like they were 18, 20 ish. So they used to go out when they were here. I had to ask her straight up that time. I said, when you used to go out, boy. <laughs> At 12.30, you think 12.30 is a reasonable time for me to come back home? She tried that whole, oh, yes, oh. it is. I said, no, it's not. <laughs> because you know what? 12.30, first of all, let's say that the, the party, party just started. The party just started. <laughs> you remember that time you came to my house and mm-hmm. my mom, they, and they were like, y'all leaving here at 10? We were like, yes. yes. But the difference is my mother didn't go out. Like, I had, bro. she didn't do nothing. As far as I know. Party just start at 12.30. Matter of fact, no cops has been called yet yeah, at 12.30. <laughs> you still got a good two and a half hours. <laughs> DJ just got on set. Just, just right. warming it up. Like, right. 12.30. I told her, no, I think that's not good to work. <laughs> but and I best believe the next night, I did not come home. <laughs> nah, you're OD. No, because you, it wasn't going to work. When the sun come up, though. She does. I know, but it's not, it's not all the time because I have respect for my, my house. <laughs> I have respect for my house, but sometimes, you know, you just have, you lose track of time. I used to tell her, you, I lost it's track true. of time. They stopped believing me when I said that. Facts. No, After two times, you're like, just go on. <laughs> no. Yes, no, but I really do lose track of time. You outside, you're not on your phone. You're outside, you're having fun. Whether it be mm-hmm. at a restaurant, that you're closing down the restaurant, and then yep. you go to a second spot, whatever. Like, I lost track of time. I just do want, I do want to say to those listening that, like, when... If if you have parents who are immigrant parents and you're a first generation mm-hmm. American living here, as you navigate entering in your into your adulting life, just make sure you respect your parents your home, and how yeah. they raised you first and appreciate that before you enter the next phase of life because what they taught you is what's gonna carry you into that phase of life. Absolutely. And then you also might have to have a conversation where you have to tell your parents that same thing again, like trust the parenting that you you mm-hmm. right. gave me to know that when I when I am outside, best mm-hmm. believe Ashley's going to be safe. Ashley's coming home in right. one piece. She's right. a good representation. And I'm a good representation exactly. of what you have done. But and also, nobody can say Ashley is wild and in this. I'm society. a very nobody. firm believer in reminding your parents that you brought us here. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't buy the ticket to come here. You put me on a plane here. I'm very happy so I didn't grow up in Jamaica. You popped me out. The result that <laughs> happens when you build your family in America, because if we all grew up choice. in the countries that we, that we originally, like yeah. our, parents our parents came, came from, from, it's different. So it would be 100% Much be different. different. Much, so bro. it's telling your parents to have grace on you too, because you're the one that brought me here. I have to learn how to navigate life here without yeah. taking your perspective and running with it. I have mm-hmm. to build my own perspective. I have to build my own personality, my own character. So adulting in that phase, even living at home, not living at home, but doing your own thing is very challenging when you start making your own decisions minus your immigrant parents. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, this is a little, like, kind of, not counterproductive, what you said, but, like, as adults, not, you know, like, when you were younger, if one parent said yes, and you the go other parent the said other no, one. like, you could, like, if one said no, you can't go to the other one and Oh, ask. I know, I know who to finesse. So like now I think like as adults I kind of <laughs> use use my parents not against each other but like you're wild not against each other but like to but against each to other. talk to one another for mm-hmm. me like for example like, you know which what one you were to ask about like living at like mm-hmm. living away so like now that my parents are retired they keep going to Dominica right for extended periods of time so they're in Dominica now 
And my mom was like, I need you to still let me know when you get to school in the morning. Because I do. Like, I let them, like, every morning I let them know when I get to school in the morning. Mm-hmm. Because I leave really early and I'm driving an hour. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, call me when you get home. And I'm like, you're not in the country. <laughs> if something happens to me, you, you physically cannot I'm sorry. You I cannot get, do you get anything. for international calls, too. No, you got WhatsApp. But, like, that oh. was the thing. And oh, then, <laughs> you're stupid. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> And then dad, dad had to tell mom, like, yo, like, leave them alone. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what? Like, she's like, he's like, but that is, that's making sense. You're not even like, but like, you gotta like, dad, I really gotta like, dad, I really gotta talk to y'all. Like, I have to message y'all every morning. And now I gotta message Kristen too every morning because she's the one actually here every morning to make things happen. Now my parents are each other wrong. So it's like, you're worried you should call. No, you should call. I called her yesterday. No, you should call. I'm like, bro. Don't call me, both of you. <laughs> just, just say better. But I'm just saying, like, that's, like, my new thing now. Like, when something is, like, also because I just didn't talk to people. But now I'm just like, actually, the other one upset me. I'm Go crying. talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> because I also, as an adult, like I said, I'm, like, you said I'm very self-aware. And I mm-hmm. understand that I always do not have the best delivery mm-hmm. in times of frustration. And at the end of the day, I'm still in my parents' house. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's another thing that I kind of use. But that's a two-parent household. So if that's not your experience, I don't, yeah. I'm sorry. Definitely. It's it's expensive to live here. People live in 200 square foot for $900. Live I also don't plan on leaving my parents' house till I get married because really and truly for me to start building mm-hmm. the finances the way I want. I needed to leave. My dream is to have my own pretty apartment like um, Blair Yeah, Waldorf. but I'm also once again last child. But rent. Last child and also because of like the, the, the plans that I've been trying to make for myself. Hmm. I need financial stability somewhere. Right. And for me, it's not a big thing. Like I just said, my parents are retired and they're not here half the time. My sister's in school. I'm in school. Yeah. We're pretty much doing it on our own here. And I, I don't plan on making more bills for myself mm-hmm. than I have to because in my head, the, my first thing I still want to pay off is this mortgage. Mm-hmm. Also, Listen, man. I guess for me, it kind of changed a little bit. So when I first started working out of school, I was definitely on that um, two-year track where it's like, I'm about to stay for two years, and I'm about to be... And I used to be putting in seeds in my parents' head, like, you're going to miss me when I'm gone? You know, like, the whole... Mm-hmm. That whole thing? The cup song. The whole cup song. Ah. I used to sing that cup song, you're going to miss me when I'm gone, because every time my mom would call me to do something for her, <laughs> I'd be like, like, I'm going to look for you now, but you're going to miss me when I'm gone. And it, it has changed a little bit, because now um, timing and things have yeah. changed, but... Um, I still want to have that whole experience of living by my by myself right. and knowing that I can take care of myself before I add somebody into the equation. Definitely it would be necessary. I mean, this is a dream. This is ideal, but I wouldn't mind if I get picked up out of my um, parents' home and I go build something with somebody else. But mm-hmm. I also want to have that ideal of like, I did this. This is yeah. mine. I yes. can do it. The ownership. And then, also, I can just turn it into an investment property and I'll rent it out after leave. Money opportunity. So, I'm, I still have that idea in mind. I'm still building towards that. I just want to mention one thing because I know, I don't know if you all saw the tweet of the guy who did a study on like how your time is spent with different people in your lives. Mm-hmm. So, it was friends, family, it was um, like work, like work, work friends, your husband, your spouse, whatever. And, um, it was kind of sad to see how, as you grow up, the time spent with your family is much, much less. Like, the graph literally mm-hmm. plummeted at family. So I think, like, 
Even though you move into a phase of adulting and you set your boundaries and all of that, please make sure that you still love on your parents or whoever your guardian is, like genuinely, because to, again, Earth is hot. So it's like Very hot. when when you're doing things with boundaries, or be still be intentional about loving on who got you to where you are. Whether it's your parent by blood, parent by whatever type, whatever whoever love. you look up parent to who you see as a parent figure, make sure you are intentional about the time you spend with that person. But I'm, see, as a math person, when you first said the study, I'm asking you, who are they studying? Because ain't no way for me to move out of my parents' house or me to move into my own place and my family be excluded. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, throughout my whole life, up they until now, and the, the things that I, I see, so I don't think the family don't get caught, the, the family don't get missed out. So I don't, I don't think, think it's exclusion as much as, the, as, much as it is as Who much are, as it is like you thinking people thinking that their parents and family will always be there and that they don't need to be intentional about the time they spend with their family. And you can be in a house with your parents mm-hmm. and your parents or be in a space and your your family still be in the mix and them still and not, not getting time with them. a lot of time in comparison to the rest of the time because the graph if I know what graph you're talking about. It's about every part of your life so who, together. Who they so just no. My point is, when you're younger, you may spend forty percent of your time or eighty percent of your time with your family, obviously because of nurture, right? But as you go on, you spend how many hours of the day at work? Then you spend how many hours of the day sleeping? Right. All of that. You have to be intentional about it as well. And know. for you, also, your childhood friends or like a good amount of your friends are your family, and that's not the reality for many other people my child i don't have a lot of childhood friends my childhood friends are my cousins so from i guess for me shout out to them um for me i don't i don't know if that is totally true because when i was in school they were at work and we came home together so as much as they weren't spending time with me i was not spending time with them because you know so it's the same same graph for both of us us. so we see each other when we we see it's not like it's declining Mm -hmm. like i guess guess, it's not that it's declining it's that in like in total as a child you spend more time i think your circumstance is special (laughs) for me personally it may apply for y'all but for me what i'm analyzing is like i think you have a very special circumstance i don't have a lot of of friends that aren't family i feel that i I mean i don't don't feel that but i the baseline of my friends are family i get that so it's kind of like mm-hmm. for so me to grow up and now and say, now be like I'm spending time with my friends. That means you cut your cousins off. That mm-hmm. means I cut up my friends. Right. Yeah. Right. That means you're by yourself. How about myself? Again, that is a very very special circumstance, and yeah. not everybody can say that they have. That's why I say like aside if if you're if, if, you're, not mean. if your family is are your friends, <laughs> which I can no, attest, I Ashley, it's very true. Um, I think like aside from these circumstances where you would lose your you know entire why? like friendship it's because my parents just be like you you have no friends bro like you going to school for to make friends you're not going to school to make friends you're going to school to learn <laughs> i didn't make friends we had a whole a whole episode on that i don't have a lot of friends well that's morbid i have your friend they're there. Don't bring that back up. We love you, Ashley. We're here for you. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. But I understand. Like taking friends for granted, I can totally um, stamp my agreement on that. Yeah. Just make sure, as you adult, you learn to appreciate 
what you're leaving behind as you move into your new phase of life. Or don't say Ooh. that you're leaving it behind. Yeah, why are we leaving people sorry, behind? Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm saying, not, <laughs> now I'm being corrected. Y'all know what I mean. No, no but it's not about us not knowing what you mean. It's about ensuring that they know what you No, but the thing is, I One take it back. It's, it's halfway. You don't. You can't take. You can't take everybody with you no. to the next phase. And sometimes you have However, to choose. You should not be leaving people behind. Uh, you know, it should be. It's, everybody should be moving together. Up. That's a whole different. You know, episode. I like to leave. I, I left some I like people behind from the whole different now, episode. Yeah, I left I a like, lot of people behind this year, and you know what? I'm actually very much at peace with we that. We should and be I never moving together. Up. We could be moving either. together in separate directions. Ooh. I don't like that. For me personally, I have a problem with that. Everybody is in your life, not necessarily to be there for the entirety of it. So if you were here for a season, I love you. I would never not love you for who you had been to me, but it was who you were to me. I would never speak bad of you Mm -hmm. if our experience together was great. And that's that. But sometimes you weren't meant to grow with that. Y'all will hear me say this all season. Free to guys. Yeah, that's unfortunate. (laughs) I feel like. I would like for everyone that's in my life to be for us to be moving together. And I understand like everybody can't be. You can't take everybody with you to the next phase. But ideally, I would like for everybody to be moving. I would love it, but it's not realistic. It's not realistic for me. It's, just it's not as realistic. When our values start to change, and like when you start to come into your own and who you find yourself to be, and like as as adults <laughs> trying to figure out like what this matters sad. to you. Like, no, I just feel like as it, adults trying to figure reality. out what matters I feel like if you're putting that out, that's what's gonna come. I don't think it's putting it out. That's what's gonna come. I think that's just life. So we're gonna go. We're gonna grow up, and we're not gonna like have like some values. of my high school friendships. Like, some of my high school friendships, I genuinely thought. No, but at this time in life, you should, most of your friends, you know, it's gonna be there. Right now, yeah. But, Definitely. Right now, I, I, I mean, we're not talking about in the past. It I'm right talking now. about from my right now. It depends. I've lost, or I've, I've, my relationship with a lot of people who I was close to in the last two years is not the same. Mm. And I feel like yeah. one, you have the growing pains thing, and everybody. I feel like the growing pains is very interesting in this phase because it's like we're all trying to come into our own as adults and figure things out and set mm-hmm. our boundaries and understand what we can deal with and what we can't deal with. And everybody's not willing to put in the work to do, to maintain. And for me... But I also think people don't know what work, the work looks like. Okay, but I would say for me personally, when like my friends know what's important to me and what I expect in spite of and throughout... And I feel like if you can't give that to me and you don't communicate that to me and things change, at a certain point, I'm allowed to now change as are well. You, as so are you doing, doing, doing the same for them? Yes. That's, You're sure? Yes, I communicate oh. very well. Wait, 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 wait. Communication I'm, is not... I understand what you're saying though, and I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Communication, like, com- the specific relationships I'm talking about, right? I can you be, planted I that seed of I am 100% sure that I did all that I could, and okay. It's also just like there's a certain point where I need to now do what I need to do for mm-hmm. me because you're also not helping me mm-hmm. grow anymore either like and if this is how you are and this is how you're choosing to operate i'm not bashing it i respect it but i can't i don't have space for that mode of operation in my life where i am right now either so if we come back we come back and if we don't that's fine but i don't think there's anything wrong with knowing that and understanding that and if you choose not to that's perfectly fine as well but for me, it's just like that. That is my actual reality right now as an adult dealing with a lot of my friendships and my growing pain season. So it ain't no harm in adjusting that either. And that is adulting, man. 
I, I'm actually kind of similar in a different aspect where it's kind of like I thrive on relationships that are in my face. Like, um, and I'll reference like my friends from my job. Like during the school year, we're like super, super close. And then once it hit summer break, I think we spoke like twice. <laughs> and then the school year started again and it was as if we never left. So I think in that aspect where it's, I don't, cause it's not like we're losing the friendship, but it's almost like respecting it's the low space. maintenance. It's low maintenance, yeah. yeah. Low so I don't know if that's the same kind of thing as you when you were mentioning, like if you grow apart, you grow apart. If you come back, you come back. But, Mm-mm. oh. That's, that's not what I'm talking about. Cause I but have you, low maintenance just... friendships and high maintenance friendships that I've gone through that with. I do okay. have low maintenance friendships. What you you don't have to believe low, me. Low okay. maintenance friends, yeah. Okay. And, in having low maintenance friends, because you thrive in a, a, having them in your face, you have to just be more intentional about having them in your face. Right, exactly. Yeah. But I think that's okay, and I think that's it part of, accepting that is part of becoming an adult. So mm-hmm. I want to, before we close out, um, I wanted to ask, when did y'all realize you were an adult? Like, when did it click that you were no longer a kid? My last semester of college, of undergrad. Mm, why? It was one specific day. I drove to work. And I did work, whatever, and I drove to school. And then I drove home, and I was like, damn, I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, what if... And there's some days where I just drove to work, and then I drove home, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, when I drive back home one day, I'm going to be encountering my husband and my kids, and, like, this is how it's going to be. It's like, I enjoy this. And that's why I was like, oh, I guess this is what adulting feels like. Okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, damn. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nah, I got, I got hit with a truck when I started paying bills. Like, now I pay for my electricity, my water, my heat, my sewage, everything. Oh, also getting my car, yeah. So yeah. now it's like, and like navigating if something is broken, this and this, thanks to the maintenance people in my building. But um, I think just like now, live, the second I moved out of my house that first month, I was like, shit i'm doing this by myself Mm -hmm. like nobody's here i have to figure this out on my own thank god like my parents equipped me properly Mm -hmm. to carry myself in that phase of life um but yeah that's definitely this year i always thought i was an adult but this year i'm an adult now y'all hear me i'm an adult now (laughs) um i already kind of addressed mine partially like when my parents retired yeah. More so because I felt the the pressure of the burden that was to come. Mm-hmm. Um, That's tough. But outside of that, I would say, yeah, I think now too, but differently. More so because like I'm genuine. I feel like I'm genuinely ready for a relationship mm. with a person. Like I'm ready to. I, I'm. I'm like I've always been ready for that but like it's something that I'm starting to actually like crave mm-hmm. in a way that I've never like craved it before and like part of me is like chill you don't got nothing to offer I mean I do have things oh. to offer but like the things that I want to bring into a relationship I don't know if I'm completely there yet for myself don't say that no I mean like I'm talking about very specific things like I'm mm-hmm. talking like like finances like I want to come in equipped to a certain extent Our loans, um, my loans in that specific way so I'm not as like eh. mm-hmm. but I don't know like yeah, I feel like I've always been doing a lot. Like, my life has always been go. Like, so, like, those, like, little day-to-day, like, nuances that would change for other people didn't really affect me in any way. It was just a new thing. But I think, like, my new step in adulting is, like, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready for a person. Like, I'm ready to have somebody to share my day with, to, like, go through this next phase of life with. And, yeah, that's, like, my newer 
Sometimes I really don't want that stuff. What about you? What about you, Ree? Mine was when I started at the school, just because I was working two jobs at the time. Mm-hmm. I was also driving my sister to school, so I felt like I was taking up a lot of like my mom's roles in the sense mm-hmm. of contributing to the house. Like I felt I was cooking more. Like <laughs> I was like it gave grown women, and then especially because when I was working at Aeropostel, a lot of the other employees were younger. Mm-hmm. Like. 11th grade I remember 12th they were like grade. a kid bro and they were like oh yeah I was like oh I just graduated and they're like oh my gosh where are you going for college and I was like I mean I just graduated college Yo, someone did that to me the other yeah. day I'm like yeah I finished school she's like oh so oh, what's you're that? back home I'm like no, no I'm Uh-oh. college I'm done that was a big eye opener especially because mm-hmm. some of those kids looked older than me so like even though in the mirror I don't see an adult I felt grown mm-hmm. because of how yeah, that responsibility was. you know what i mean but yeah so today's quote i mean i don't know if y'all are really with this one but i like the honesty part and that's the part i went with um for the quote <laughs> <laughs> the disclaimer for the quote it's the, it's i'm just putting the disclaimer because i feel like like we said like being honest is a very good part of navigating your adult life and i mean that works for your parents but it's also going to work with the spouses and like business relationships all the stuff so that's that's what i i I chose the quote and this is my quote per so fred rogers said honesty is often very hard the truth the truth can often also be painful but the freedom it brings is worth the trying that was poetic <laughs> Thank yeah. you guys for that joining us this episode. on this episode. Yeah, we are now back. Be sure to tune in. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe again. Do, 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 do. Follow us on all platforms, especially Instagram, and start interacting. YouTube. Start interacting with yeah. us now. We we answering back. We trying to hear what y'all gotta say. So right. talk. Yeah, and it's season two, so it's gonna get even better than Correct. last time. So Correct. the topics. You know, we just simmering it out. We just coming back. We giving you an update now, you know. Mm-hmm. Next couple episodes is going to be... Especially if you send in your scenarios, your story times, your topics that you want to talk about. If you want to be on to talk yeah, about whatever, yeah, please let us know. Pull up. We have a mic YouTube. for you. I know you might be listening or wherever you're listening to, but if you check the YouTube, you're going to see all the faces, all the expressions. Everything that's going on between um, Rianne speaking and giving ASMR to her mic. But all of that, you know? So check it out. My facial expression. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.